Welcome everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Max Mann. He's the founder and president of Applied UV. Good morning, Max. Good morning. So Max, for those not familiar with Applied UV, can you give us just a quick overview of the company? Applied UV has uh, two operating subsidiaries. The first is Sterilumen, which develops patents and markets devices that purifies and sterilizes air for several verticals, including obviously healthcare, food preservation, the cannabis industry, schools, large opportunity that were in the wine industry. The other subsidiary is called Munworks, which is legacy business, which manufactures very high-end furniture and uh, fixtures and, and related product for a better hotels. Things like mirrors, tables, bed frames, chairs. Typical clients include the Four Seasons, Ritz-Carlton, Hyatt, Hilton, Marriott, four- and five-star properties. And is there any relation between the two businesses? The Sterilumen business has the opportunity to grow rapidly. It's, in, uh, it's a much bigger, with bigger applications. The uh, Monarch subsidiary is growing rapidly because of a recent, a very uh, opportunistic and synergistic uh, acquisition of a 100,000-square-foot uh, building in New York. We're planning on marketing air sterilization equipment to our hotel clients because obviously clean air is something that a hotel guest and even hotel staff are very interested in. The problems in China, Southeast Asia generally is causing our clients to think harder about manufacturing in the U.S. for obvious reasons. Any customers in common or cross-marketing possibilities? Clearest opportunity as I said, is, is hotels, uh, hotel public spaces like ballrooms and meeting rooms, conference rooms and lobbies and restaurants all require the ownership to address cleaning air, removing mold, removing pathogens such as uh, bacteria and viruses. Additionally, hotels store a lot of food for their kitchens and our photocatalytic oxidation proprietary technology within the Sterilumen product line seriously improves food preservation and longevity of delicate foods such as berries and fruit. Okay, so let's talk about the air purification business. How large a market is your addressable market? Verticals, the industries that Sterilumen air sterilization subsidiaries focused on, the verticals that we're currently concentrating on uh, for example, uh, schools, the federal government has just allocated, or I believe it was $12 billion for uh, school systems to buy air sterilization, air purification systems for lunchrooms and uh, auditoriums and bigger classrooms. And we're starting to see the states and the counties that administer those funds that they're getting from the federal government uh, putting out requests for bids. We're, we've, we're bidding currently on several larger school systems. One of them in the far west, it's actually Colorado, 
is a bid proposal for about $21 million worth of air cleaning systems for their zero to 12 classrooms. So just to give you an idea of the size of it, Colorado is obviously one of the smaller states, and that alone is $21 million. Florida has a huge problem because of the high humidity and then the destruction with the recent hurricanes have caused lots of schools to to require remediation of mold and uh, reduction of of uh, pathogens in the air. And we're dealing with several major school systems in North Florida now, uh, offering them our devices at uh, aggressive pricing in order to capture market. We believe that schools alone for us is tens of millions of dollars. The second ver large vertical that we're focused on is food preservation and food transportation. The big problem in food preservation uh, and transportation isn't mitigated with refrigeration. That only slows the uh, aging process of most post-harvest product down a bit. But the technology that we have, which we've installed in uh, NASA's International Space Station, removes ethylene from the, uh, from the air. Ethylene is the gas that uh, post-harvest product, vegetables, fruit, berries, give off as they age. And that aging process is self-reinforcing. The ethylene that it gives off increases the aging cycle. So the trick is to remove the ethylene from the atmosphere. And our process is the only one that does that and does it without any harmful byproducts. The result of eliminating the ethylene through our aeroside system is water vapor and carbon dioxide, both naturally occurring in the atmosphere. So we've developed product with that issue. Okay, so you kind of answered my next, partially my next question, which was, um, you know, how you stand out from the competition. So are you saying you're the, you're the only one who can do, uh, remove the ethylene? We're the only uh, device that does it in this, the proprietary process that we have. There is another company that, that claims that it does that, but our testing of it shows that it does it very ineffectively. The, the problem in, in ethylene removal using photocatalytic oxidation is that you need, as the name suggests, a catalyst. And the catalyst that we have, titanium dioxide, which is not harmful, is activated with uh, ultraviolet light. Otherwise, it's dormant. So we've married those technologies, the UV and the catalyst, to accelerate ethylene destruction. And it's the only, ours is the only device on the International Space Station, which tells you on its own how effective we are compared to our competition. And, and how about for, for other verticals like the school system? I, I imagine ethylene is, in, is not as important for that. Um, how, how are you competing for the schools, for example? The photocatalytic oxidation process reduces all carbon-based molecules to carbon dioxide and water vapor. So whether it's a spore or, or uh, a mold or a virus, such as COVID, or bacteria, it totally destroys the uh, pathogen or the mold. So
So the problem in schools is not so much a mold or a yeast or a fungus. It's, as you correctly state, it's bacteria and virus. So our technology works. And for bigger spaces, our scientific air product, which is being sold through Medline through hundreds of hospitals, handles larger spaces and uses a three-step process to remove bacteria and virus. It's highly effective and works for, for bigger spaces, such as an auditorium or a restaurant or a uh, large meeting room. So we've got a, a suite of products that deals with the range of problems, whether it's food preservation on one side or removal of COVID uh, in, a, in an old age home. And what's the average selling price? There's no average. It's range depending on the need. Uh, if you if you're like Kroger or Albertsons or some of our large supermarket chain clients who lose tens of millions of dollars of food spoilage a year, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of food spoilage a year, whether you're spending two thousand dollars or six thousand dollars which is the, the range of even the, uh, of our most expensive product, it, it's not consequential. We've got, uh, we've got um, uh, smaller units for a small classroom that's $299, and we've got uh, six or $8,000 units that will take care of a large ballroom. So it, it sounds like it's uh, also a, or mainly a retrofit problem, product where you don't need new construction. Is that correct? That's right. It's it's it uses 110 outlet. You just plug it in the wall. It's quiet. Um, uh, the, our, our PCO technology makes almost no noise, and it works. It's highly effective. And just leave it alone. Is it is it a regulated industry? Did you need a certain certification? If so, by who? It, it's not regulated. UV light is not under the purview of the FDA. It requires certification by uh, underwriters laboratories or its competitor ETL all of which we have uh, we do have FDA compliance we're, we're, we're FDA compliant we have FDA non-regulatory uh, certification where they comment that we're not subject to their overview so that's not an issue and so you're, you're trying to reach uh, several markets. Are, are you doing this with your own sales force or you have partners or what's your, your marketing channel? Well, depending on the channel or the industry, we'll either use distributors such as uh, Medline or we'll use partners, some of whom I think I might need. They're okay to use their name publicly. Uh, or in some industries, we'll use uh, our own uh, in-house salespeople or we'll use uh, commissioned independent sales representatives. So depending on the market and depending on the devices, uh, we're fine-tuning uh, the approach uh, to best serve the customer and to do it at the most cost-effective way. The, the other uh, aspect of what we're doing that you might be uh, interested in knowing is that we're close to and within two or three weeks, expect to close on a an acquisition which will nearly double the revenue size of our business. We expect that to close second third week of 
December. It's uh, synergistic to our sterilumin uh, air uh, sterilization product. Uh, they're in different verticals than we're in. They've got an ex they've got a deeper bench of salespersons than than what we currently have. So that acquisition is exciting. It's going to be a game changer for us, and we'll have more information about that as the information becomes public. So for your for your company as it stands now, or with the acquisition, are you guys manufacturing yourself, or or is it outsourced? And and do you have uh, what kind of capacity and the ability to scale? Extremely good question. We, the businesses that we bought were not ready to scale up, so we've had a year or so of integration uh, where we've gotten better at it, but we've realized in the last couple of months that for us to reach the the, the very significant size that we think com buying up competitors and uh, consolidating their, uh, the industry, we will not have the internal manufacturing capacity. So we have entered into and signed a contract with Canon, the Japanese company, that has a medical device manufacturing facility in Newport News, Virginia, of 2 million square feet. And our contract with them will allow us to manufacture all of our products, get out of manufacturing, get rid of the, the overhead, and outsource it to Canon, where they will finance our uh, entire supply chain from the raw materials through the receivable, uh, through the, the Canon financial subsidiary. We're very excited about it. We haven't uh, disclosed all of that information yet. There'll be more forthcoming about it. But that agreement was signed about two, three weeks ago. So I, I read something about your involvement with uh, Mount Sinai. Can you give us some more color on that? Sure. We uh, patented about two and a half years ago two devices that deal with the, the worst and most infected spot within a hospital suite which is the patient's bathroom. The two devices, which I'll explain in greater detail in a moment, are, go into the are installed in the bathroom. We uh, entered into an agreement with Mount Sinai after they did some preliminary testing to install it in uh, 17 patient bathrooms in a Mount Sinai hospital. Then COVID broke out, and they put the installation on hold. About a month ago, they started reinstalling them the, and testing those bathrooms against 17 bathrooms that do not have our devices. The preliminary results are, are as one would expect because we've been testing this product now three different times over the last two years in laboratories, and the laboratories have confirmed to Matt Sarnai and to us that these devices will remove 99.999% of the most virulent pathogens in the sink and in the drain of and in the vanity and the sink handles in a patient's bathroom. So those two devices, the drain device and the device above the sink, which is embedded in a hospital, in a hotel-designed and hotel-grade mirror, will remove the pathogens that come up from the drain in a plume when you turn the water on, and then 
that plume resides on the handles, the faucet, the sink rim, and even the person who just turned the water on. And it resides in the air for 15 to 20 minutes. And the worst stuff you can imagine, if you've ever cleaned out your drain at home, resides in that drain pipe below the drain cover. All of that stuff comes up into the air when you turn the water on because it can't go down. The air column can only go up as it's displaced by the water because of the trap at the bottom. So it's a highly infectious spot. It's caused God knows how many deaths. There are, two years ago, the last results, there were uh, 98,000 some, over 98,000 Americans died because of infections that they uh, acquired while in the hospital for an unrelated issue. You go in and get your hip replaced, you come out with MRSA or C. diff, you got several years of struggle and tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of expenses which the hospital uh, is now required to cover. Additionally, the more infections a hospital reports, the less they get reimbursed. So then uh, hospitals have a, a direct financial incentive to reduce hospital-acquired infections. Additionally, almost a million and a half Americans spend an average of a six and a half days extra in a hospital because of hospital-acquired infections. The cost of the hospital industry, lawyers, wrongful death suits, uh, premium increases, uh, hospital stay costs, uh, is, in, is in excess of $40 billion a year. Uh, wrongful deaths alone cost from 500000 to several million dollars per patient for a wrongful death. So our devices are the only de patented devices that attack those issues without the requirement of human intervention. They're automated, they're controlled by internal computers, and they're not expensive. The Dren device sells for 300 bucks, 400 bucks. The, the mirror, the backlit hotel quality mirror with the disinfecting function uh, sells for well under $1,000. Okay, so that sounds like a pretty um, exciting market for you. So and those results, those... by the way, are, that, those, let me just interrupt you, forgive me. Sure. Those results are going to be published uh, by uh, Mount Sinai second half of January, early February. It's going into a peer-reviewed magazine and to trade uh, industry trade shows for infection preventionists. Those okay, are all so contractual you, obligations that Mount Sinai has agreed to. Okay, so you just pretty much an answered what I was about to ask. I was to say, if all goes well with Mount Sinai, what can come of it? Do you expect an order for them or data to help you sell to other people or, or what? So is that it right there, the, the publications or, or what? I can't give you numbers, but we're expecting it to be an enormous part of our uh, opportunity. Uh, a, because it's patented. There's nothing else like it. It deals with the worst spot in a hospital or an old age home or a dentist's office or somebody's doing cosmetics. You can imagine all the places that it might go where, where you might have visitors or patients that have immune issues that will be compromised by being in a space where there are pathogens floating in the air. That's why there are 99,000 Americans that die every year. We've got a distributor now in Central Europe that's going to distribute these two products to hospitals and assisted living facilities throughout Europe. 
Okay. And, and so how do we make money? What's the revenue model look like? Is it a one-time sale? Is there a consumable to it? For these two new devices? Yeah. They, they, they both have uh, annual replacement product that um, is required. Uh, I, I can't get into it right now. The, it's, some of it's too proprietary, and some of it's not yet public. Okay. So, so before we go, let's, let's touch on um, the Munworks uh, on that business a bit. As I said, the continuing lockdowns and problems in China are forcing hotel operators to look to domestic manufacturing for their case goods and their mirrors and their bed frames, all of which we manufacture now in Mount Vernon in a 50,000-square-foot facility and in Brooklyn in a new 100,000-square-foot facility. Great equipment, trained staff doing run rate now is greater than 16 million currently annualized uh, and just starting that acquisition is only a few months old we've made the decision to expand in that business because I think the geopolitical conditions are going to require developers whether it's a new hospital a new hotel or a new or a renovation to look at the very small incremental cost uh, when you measure the cost of the manufacturing in the US for the interior of a hotel room against what the entire hotel project would cost between the construction and the design of a new of a of a new two hundred room hotel which might cost fifteen or twenty million dollars minimally against maybe a two or three hundred thousand dollar incremental cost to buy the hotel guest room interior domestically. So you're talking about a percent and a half increase in the overall cost to get some certainty that you can open your hotel on time. If you lose a month because it's stuck on the water because of supply chain issues or it's stuck in a factory in China because of a COVID lockdown or some other issue, you're going to lose more than that one and a half percent by not being open for a month. That strategic condition is 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 what's driving us to, to increase MunWorks uh, capacity. Okay, so that's a much more established business can, can you make any money off of it yeah we are we're within a few months of buying this facility we're currently cash flow neutral or positive it's the margins the margins are, are fine the up the upside is great there's virtually no domestic competition and we've got a head start on anyone else who wants to get get into this business because it's build a factory and get the equipment you need you're talking about a, a two or three year a cycle and an investment of north of $15 million. It sounds like you got an awful lot going on. Before we go, can you just tell us what you'd like to leave investors with, you know, why this is a good place to invest? Well, I think we've got one subsidiary that's a very steady, predictable growth in, a, in, a, in an industry that doesn't have much competition domestically and will be generating cash. It's not already. The other is uh, a huge upside, patented product, proprietary technology that serves a worldwide market for food preservation, school safety, health care, uh, any number of industrial opportunities. So I think we're, we covered the steady cash flow side and the sexier upside with sterile lumen. I think it's a good mix. Sounds good. 
Well, Max, uh, thanks so much for taking the time and sharing the Applied UV story. My pleasure.